0: Welcome to the Creative South Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Frostholm. Today, we're wrapping up the series of short conversations recorded live at Creative South 2017. We talk with Creative South co-founder Mike Jones, Disney designer Jason Ratner, and designer Terrence Tang about their paths in the creative world. I want to thank our friends over at Jack Prince for sponsoring this episode. Whatever you need printed, they can do it. From business cards to banners to t-shirts and even socks, Whatever you need, Jack Prints can print it. Right now, Jack Prints is offering these great deals. Business cards as low as $33. Custom banners starting at $23. 25% off all over printed shirts and socks. Jack Prints makes great, affordable stuff for designers like you and I. They focus on quality and customer service, and have been loyal Creative South sponsors for years. Why not pick them next time you need stickers, banners, or pocket notebooks printed? Plus, Jack Prince is giving Creative South podcast listeners 25% off all orders over $25 when you use promo code CREATE SOUTH17 at checkout. Visit jackprince.com for your next order of stickers, prints, or whatever you need today. We all secretly, and some of us openly, know that we have a deep love for stickers. Whenever we go to Creative South, we come home with a massive sticker haul and we feel like kids again. But why do we have to wait another year for this feeling? Luckily, Slaptastic can give you that feeling each and every month, direct to your mailboxes. Each month, you'll receive a pack of six limited edition theme stickers that you can enjoy and share with your friends and family. Head on over to www.slaptastic.com cs17 and sign up today with a special offer just for you. We've gone through and streamlined the Creative South Podcast Patreon page, cleaning out the excess and making it easier for you to support us. With options starting at just $1 per month, you can help support the podcast and even wind up with some cool Creative South podcast swag. Every dollar helps cover hosting costs, upgrade equipment, and keep the podcast going. When you become a Creative South patron, you'll get access to exciting Creative South news before anyone else, Creative South podcast stickers and t-shirts. So please help support the podcast and become a patron over at patreon.com slash Creative South.
1: It's The Gun Show with Jason Frostholm, your host. <laughs> I don't know. That was stupid.
0: <laughs> so welcome back to the Creative South podcast live at, two, at Creative South 2017. And I am joined by the wonderful, the inimitable, the co-founder... Michael Cornelius Jones
1: <laughs> so messed up <laughs> hello <laughs> that's not Cornelius but whatever that's funny it's all, all right Beauregard
0: fine whatever it is it's none of those
1: but what was the one he came up with slather yeah what does that even mean is that a butter thing I guess oh he's huge let's throw some butter in there okay that's cool how are you doing Mike <clears throat> I'm tired but I'm out here man I'm loving it we're yeah. having a good time yeah, how are you? I'm
0: doing well. my uh, My voice is holding up. Um, hopefully, right, right. I got two more interviews today, so hopefully,
1: it'll hold up through those. Oh, you'll be fine. And, some, oh, you know what's working for me at night? I get to the hotel when we're done for the day, and, and sleep. my <laughs> wife has a uh, like hot chamomile tea with uh-huh. a little honey in it, and my voice has been pretty decent, even though i have been screaming my lungs out.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. last year you lost your voice the first night.
1: I know, but that was because I was going stupid on you know during Ink Wars and whatever else yeah yeah so, I feel good though i feel good
0: so so let let's talk real quick about all of the past creative South this is the seventh year um each year gets bigger and better and 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 you know what what's been the most exciting thing for this year that's gone on Wow
1: the most exciting thing uh, the I don't know, exciting or just different for me, but it was just nice. Aside from it, the was, weather it was nightmare. nice. Aside <laughs> for the weather, the, the thing that if, the night the the most fun I had was probably last night when we got to decorate that Bentley. Mm-hmm. Like that was just nuts, and and I it gave me a two hour break where nobody could mess with me from you know like True. I didn't have to put out any fire. Staff was doing a good job, whatever. And uh, I got to draw on a, uh, you know, on a Bentley. On a Bentley. I yeah. mean, who gets to do that? You know. Yeah. And then most people it who in draw it. on a
0: Bentley get arrested.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had somewhat permission. I mean, the guy who stores the car called his butt his. So this this the story is this. The guy this guy owns this Bentley. Yeah. It's in it's great great shape. You know, like, it's he, he never drives it. So he stored it at this one like car shop that he partnered with P Tap and. Mm-hmm. So the guy from P-Tap Cosmos says, hey, can we can we use your car for something? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. So I, I don't think he know, knew what he was getting into. Exactly. And he has no idea that he drew all over it <laughs> yet, I hope. But are they yeah, going to send him pictures? Great. Oh, man, it's all over the internet. It looks yeah. good. Well, I know that, good. but I mean, like, are they going to specifically send that guy I pictures? hope they call me, hey, can you come on and check your car real quick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, look. But, yeah, it's going to tour, and I think that we're going to uh, partner with them and do a uh, – do a uh, campaign, a social campaign that says follow the Bentley mm-hmm. and like hashtag CS17 and hashtag PTap and all that mm-hmm. and then have have it tour around for about six months and get people to actually follow the car and take pictures with it. Awesome. And just kind of a little social plug for, for everybody. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. The car looks amazing. I mean, we had two awesome teams working on it and I don't know, man. I mean, it was just one of those surreal things like I am drawing a car that I'll never ever buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I'll be honest with you, man. People people of size do not buy a Bentley because it is too hard to sit in. Is it? Did yeah. you? I mean, did you get the seat? It? Now I did. Now, and in, in the defense of that, it is. It's roomy. Like you wouldn't think it's so roomy, right? But you can push the seats really far back. But mm-hmm. then, because the roof line is so low, you also have to tilt the seat back. So, so for somebody like me, I'm like,
0: so it's like you're getting ready to lay down and take right, a nap, I, not to, not, to not sit drive in it car. right,
1: I can't. I don't feel like I can breathe. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, my belly's getting in the way. This doesn't feel comfortable. But, I mean, you know, yeah, you could. it's a cool car. Oh, man, it's, it's beautiful. But, yeah, I really have a truck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so one of the other things you did this year was you took a uh, hot air balloon ride right before Creative South. Yes, yeah, sir. I, I, people... Well, if you're not, unless you're like me where you're scared of heights, and that somewhat terrified me, just seeing you up in a balloon. Yeah. Um, I I think people were kind of wild by that. How how was that experience? So
1: I I am just like you in that regard. Like I just got over my fear of flying. You know. So for me, the balloon was not in my wheelhouse. I was like, I'm not doing this. Sure. You know, I, I, even the day of, I'm like, ah, you know, I know you don't want me to go up in that thing to to be PR and all that, but I don't think this is going to happen. And they're like, no, just, just please, just trust me. Like Sandy was like, I promise you, you're not going to be scared. Just chill out. So I get in the basket and you can look, you can see it when I turn on Facebook live, uh-huh. like you can see it in my face going that I'm not really sure no, about this. Cause I'm here's the deal. I'm not entirely kosher with this. <laughs> you're not, um, excuse me. You're not strapped in. Right. There are no parachutes. There's no like seat belt or anything like that. And if you're tall like me. The basket really comes the, the lowest there's a high side of the basket on the sides and there's mm-hmm. kind of a dip like a low dip in the uh, not low dip but there's kind of a dip in the middle yeah well the dip only comes up to like my low part of my hip so oh, like you feel top heavy well being top heavy at like five hundred thousand feet whatever you're whatever <laughs> height you're at, it's not okay, not cool <laughs> right but so i get i was like all right i'm just gonna i'm gonna take the opportunity i'm gonna enjoy the experience and you know my pastor always says you know you, you're gonna miss out on life if you're scared right you got to just suck it up and do it and and then once you do you realize there was nothing really to be scared about but i'm like you terrified of that kind of stuff i don't like roller coasters i like roller coasters I, now i like let me say i don't like stuff that's the the really high stuff right oh. because i don't feel secure sure i don't feel like i'm strapped in right right so because of that i just i, I ride the fast low stuff but uh. I'm the stuff that drops but like it, I don't like the anyway. If it's going to be a loop, huge, like, you're I won't not, uh, do like the tower of that. terror or stuff of free fall nonsense. <laughs> what what is the point of that? But anyway, I am for afraid of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I got in the balloon and I was just, I was saying, all right, um I'm just going to see what happens. I'm going to film it live, so I turn the camera on. And then I start my like guys about to get ready to take off and I don't know what do I get myself into and I, you can see it in my face that I'm afraid. And then I'm like, <laughs> all right, we're about to go. And then I like I look around kind of I see some movement in like my my peripheral vision you know Uh and then I realize we're already 100 feet in the air oh geez and I didn't even feel it because once you're just floating up once you leave the ground you don't feel it you're Uh part of the wind it it is and then when I when I flip the camera and I realize like this is amazing you don't because you don't feel like you're you're being jerked off the ground or there's that stomach drop or mm-hmm. any of that. And there's no swaying, there's no like basket rock or any of that nonsense that makes you feel uneasy. Sure. It's like you're standing on the ground, but you're standing five hundred feet above the ground, just yeah. looking down on it. It is beautiful. And now the pilot asked him was like is this you know, how high do you normally fly? And he's like, We usually fly, you know, thousand to three thousand feet, right? He said, I have personally been twelve five. And I'm going twelve well, thousand feet in a balloon. But, yeah. Yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> right. So the, they have to go over this mountain out in Albuquerque. Sure. But um, amazing. Mike was so good. The pilot, he was so good, and he's super safe and very like professional. You know, he got a call in the airport when we entered airspace. It was mm-hmm. it was neat, man. But seeing the city like that and being able to film it was such a treat and then such an experience I'll take with me always. That if you ever get the opportunity, you and your wife to go do it, I know you're scared to do it. Trust me, it will not. Once you get up there. It's not, it's not scary at all. Uh, your fear will, you, you'll be like, wow. So I challenge you, man. Get a chance to do it. Take her up and go. It's amazing. And then after you get, get the down. Opportunity. Oh, yeah, do it. Do it. And when you get down, this particular team has a ceremony. They do this little prayer card and like this, and they pop a champagne cork. Mm-hmm. And they, they take the metal thing that holds the, the cork in mm-hmm. and they flip it over and they put it back and they make a little balloon out of it. Ah. And then they give you this certificate. And then they, we all drink the champagne or whatever. Mm. And then the um, the whole team, the ground crew, I mean the chase crew and all that, drink it. And then everybody that's on the crew, they they put first hot air balloon ride on the bottle and a gold marker, and then they all sign the bottle for you to keep. Oh, cool! So it's like this little ceremony at the end. It's like you So I ended up doing. Um, it was supposed to be a little hopping over. Uh-huh. I ended up sta- and the wind caught us the wrong way, and I ended up staying in the air for an hour and twenty six minutes oh, geez. So, <laughs> for my first flight, which is normally not the case. So it, no. was, it was amazing. Man. You're expecting a fifteen minute
0: flight, and just a little
1: up and over the river and down. Yeah. Well, when we started coming down, the wind caught us and put us over the highway, and we had to go back up. So
0: yeah, they don't like it to land not at all, not at
1: all. But the, here's this something you didn't you might not know: the balloon has a right of way anywhere it lands. It has the right of way on the runway on a. I mean, anywhere. It can drop in a military base. Now, you get met with a little bit different, from what I understand. There's a little bit of stuff like that. You don't want to do that, but if you yeah, can help it. but They're not happy about giving you, you that. You don't have a then. way to control, like, where you're going, the That's way right. it takes you. But you can come down anywhere you can because you always have a chase team following you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, man, oh, I can't wait to do it again. It was It was amazing. So, yeah, thanks for asking about that. You're welcome. It was just some fun PR. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So 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 CS17 is wrapping up today's the last official day. We've yep. got uh, creative yep. by design tomorrow. Yep. Um
1: have you started planning for CS18
0: yet? Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, man. I got notes in my head. I've got some notes jotted down in a notebook. Uh we have our uh retreat after this to, de- you know, kind of decompress and and I don't know, kind of whine and moan and and whatever on what we could have done better. Mm-hmm. But the consensus is that nobody's seen any of the problems which is awesome that means we're doing our job putting out fires for y'all know they're here sure um there always are always oh, yeah. in fact sandy passed me in the hallway earlier and she's like this just feels weird today and i was like why wow. she's like everything's running so smoothly and oh she we don't have anything to us. do i was like thanks for doing us. that thanks for saying that <laughs> but uh you know but it's cool in fact there she is now but um yeah, uh, we have already started talking about what can we do next year? What's the theme going to be? What are we going to do to the stage? Uh, how can we make it better? What what can we do that takes it to the next level in a way that people go, oh, I didn't expect that, you know? Because mm-hmm. some of the stuff is, you know, when we first did fireworks, it was like, oh my God, how did that go down? And for new newcomers, that's always going to be the case. But for people who constantly come back, we want to mix it up enough for them too that, that it goes, man, how how they pull that off, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Always trying to expand, always trying to think of fun things. Uh, I got some stuff on my sleeve for next year that if I could pull it off, it's going to be amazing. So we'll see. I might change the theme, but in my head, I've, I've kind of got it on lockdown. But we're working it. We're working the angles. <laughs> so I,
0: I know we've already talked to a couple speakers and hopefully got them fairly close to lockdown. So we're already few, in the planning stages for Jamal that. Jamal
1: Collins is definitely on the uh, docket for next yeah, year. And, and so. unfortunately,
0: he wasn't able to make it here because of no. this lovely – horrible weather that came through the southeast yep. and yep. screwed up all of the flights going through Atlanta. it wasn't just him man yeah
1: but but you know what you can't control the weather so no. we do we do and we move forward and uh god is good and we just, i'm all right with that i'm all right with it
0: <laughs> so so how how are we gonna top ourselves next year because every year we go bigger and
1: better Ah oh, man i can't i can't tell you yet i know <laughs> but i i have some stuff in mind the stuff for the the parties and stuff for the, the stage, and it's all doable, you know, just got to budget the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I don't know how I'm going to top this, next year is the bags. <laughs> I honestly don't know how I'm going to top that part. It's That's going to be a hard well, one. Yeah, because if be you a hard, top that,
0: that's, there goes our budget. Right? <laughs> uh, and I think
1: it's like you gotta, we got going to have to really get a good sponsor for that, but we can top it. But I think how? we certainly need you know?
0: to maybe start blackmailing people, and you know th- that's the only way that we're going to be able to afford no. to top this. <laughs> we need, need to find someone who really loves us. Yes, and okay, that, that seems like a better idea. Come something really cool.
1: That, there's going to be ways to do it. It's just as of right now, I'm going. Man, did I did I really sealing out on that one? Because it's a good, it's good stuff. But I think we I mean, need to tell our friends it.
0: over at Real Thread and Jack Prince that they need to start making really cool bags. And boom, that, that's, that's, a good that's idea. our that's our. Uh, that's our sponsorship. You know what? Let's deal.
1: For just two seconds while we're plugging Real Thread, um, I love those cats. Mm-hmm. They're wearing these shirts they made. They're like uh, three-quarter-inch baseball tees mm-hmm. with the dots with their logo on the front. Mm-hmm. And, I, and they're like blues and grays, and then they have one that's like gray on black. And mm-hmm. they're, they're sharp shirts, you know? And I walked in there and I said, dude, that shirt you have on, it, I have a colorway for it. I said, you got the three-quarter sleeve, right, mm-hmm. which has the color normally. So it's like a, a blue now, sure. and the tee is white. And the print is in the same blue. I said, it's got, like, dots in the thing. I said, take the sleeves, do it in a, in a nice green, a bright green, mm-hmm. do the dots in green, mm-hmm. and put your logo in red, and it can be the Krispy Kreme colorway. <laughs> and I would wear that all day. And then you can wear it for Christmas. It would be cool. So You anyway. know,
0: you should have pitched uh, doing a peach and green. Oh!
1: And Dude. A uh, well, South my brain was on donuts at that we moment we need to talk to them about yeah. that for next year yeah we should we should do that we should do a yes. custom colorway for sure i think that's a great idea we need to do like this year the colorway ended up going a little more like yellows and 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 oranges with our peach because uh-huh. of all the cool stuff that trey ingram did but right you're right we should definitely do some more stuff with our colorway in fact uh we need to get people to get in there and check out our merch this year so yeah uh, which I think that, that's one thing we're going to do different. You were asking me a minute ago what some stuff we're going to do different. We're going to have an online store right. after this is over. So any any merch we have left over, you'll be able to buy online. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, in, in a couple of weeks, you guys get on the website creativestuff dot com and check it out. Go to the we'll have a merch tab and you'll be able to buy the merch we have here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have leftover bags that are for sale. We'll have uh, leftover mugs that are for sale, hats, t shirts, um, pins, um, all kinds of stuff. So. Yeah, uh, that'll be one new feature. Awesome,
0: cool. Well, I know you are a busy man and putting out fires. Thank you for taking for the sure. time to sit down and chat with me.
1: Yeah, brother. So, Thanks for having me.
0: where can people find you online? Oh and man, find I'm, Creative I'm South. Online?
1: Uh, I'm online more than I should be, but you can find <laughs> me on pretty much all the social media at Bucket826. Uh, you can check out the conference at creativesouth.com, uh, and all of our stuff is at Creative South GA. And you can find my personal work at Hugnext.com or ServeStudios.com. Perfect. So,
0: Mike, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate mm-hmm. you pulling all of this together
1: you're and putting on a great man. conference every year. No, thanks for having a- me on, And let Jason. me be part of it. Brother, you're family to me, man. So y'all keep coming. I love you guys. I love your family. And if you need, you know, just, just let me know if you need anything. So for sure. Thanks for having me on your show. So I appreciate would, it. Anytime. Yeah, we
0: need to get you back on and do an actual full episode let's do instead it, man. Of the one that we did that got butchered
1: that was horrible right <laughs> but you know what the real quick the fun one was the one in your living room that was just stupid yes. that was that was a lot of fun we uh but yeah let's get on you know sometime when everything sells back we'll, down, right we'll, yes. we'll chat
0: i we will
1: we will get that arranged awesome brother that. all right appreciate you having me thanks mike all go ahead right. and hug some next yeah, I'm, I'm on it later okay. later y'all bye
0: Welcome back to Creative South Podcast Live at CS Seventeen. I am joined by the lovely and talented Jason Ratner. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. So this is your second year at Creative
3: South. Yes. Yep. How's it been for you? It's been really good. Um, You know, a little tired. Just travels were crazy for everyone, but uh, yeah. I mean, I think uh, you know, being my second year, it's nice to like not necessarily compare, but at least have it you know see the differences and like you know what you get from listening to all the speakers and stuff like that and kind of what the theme is and I don't know it's been really great so far this year
0: sure so so as your second year attending how Mm -hmm. has that been uh different What's what's your experience been like this year versus last year um I don't know
3: I feel like the so I have a ten month old daughter yeah, and there's been a lot of um, in a lot of the speaker sessions there's been a lot of talk about like work life balance mm. and I think that's been really helpful for me, especially during this time where you know I, you know I struggle where I have all this other work that I you know have to do or want to do at home, but I obviously want to spend time with my family and um, trying to balance that is really difficult, plus you know a full time job and um, you know, my wife also works too. So Mm -hmm. I think you kind of get over, it's easy to get really overwhelmed with life and it's hard to like make sure that you're balancing everything, um, Mm -hmm. successfully. And, you know, just, I think a lot of the speakers this year, um, at least for me, I've really been able to pull a lot of that out of what they're saying and kind of helpful. It's been helpful to hear some of their perspectives on how to just balance life and, Design work and passion, <laughs> personal projects, and I don't know. So
0: yeah, so so what is your takeaway from that? How do you think you're gonna, or at least attempt to uh, change things to get um, more balance in? Um, well, I think you know, I, I almost kind of
3: feel like I need to map out my day of what it what typically would happen, like from beginning to you know start from when I wake up till when I go to bed, and how to make sure my time is best used to make sure I'm spending time with my family Mm -hmm. and then how I can actually carve out time to do personal work and other type of, you know, work that I need to do or want to do. Um, So no, I think there's just been some, some interesting perspectives on how to do that. And then also just trying to like sometimes just turn off, um, that not the drive to like want to still work, but just kind of like turn things off a little bit and just focus on one or the other for a while, you know, and just make sure you're um, doing the best you can to kind of like balance both. I don't sure.
0: Know. Make, make the time. and
3: Yeah. To ma- make sure you're making the time for what's most important. Yeah. And then, you know, figure out how you can still, cause you know, the, the other stuff is like stuff that I really love to do. And you mm. know, I'm mostly right now I, you know, make sure that once everyone has gone to bed, that's kind of like the time that I, <laughs> that I get to do it. But then that burns me out cause I'm up late and then I'm tired even, you know, you got when got a I, job that you got yeah, exactly. to get up. Yeah, exactly. So even I if think, it is
0: at the happiest place on earth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> so, I mean, I think too, like, I feel like some nights I just need to even, you know, if my girls have already gone to bed, I just mm-hmm. need to kind of like, maybe I'll go to bed early and I'll, you know, be more well rested the next day and I don't have to stay up to do work. And take so, that time to recharge. Yeah, to, exactly. So I don't often feel like I can do that. I almost feel guilty sometimes cause I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, well I've got this time I should utilize it. But, um, I think if it makes me feel more well rested to have a better, you know, better time with my girls the next day or, you know, however it, it works out. I think, you know, I just need to make sure I'm better about that.
0: Gotcha. so, you professionally and like freelance stuff, Mm -hmm. what have you, so we had you on the podcast, it's been been almost a year now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we did a full episode with you and Mm -hmm. and for people who don't know you work at Disney. Yep. Um, and, and you're a graphic designer there. Yep. Um, but you also do a lot of freelance and personal projects on the side. Yeah. What, what have in this past year, what have been some of the most exciting things you've gotten to work on?
3: Um, well, I think like just to point out, I think after Creative South last year, it kind of really sparked a drive in me to do more personal projects. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't really take on or really look out or seek out a lot of freelance work. Sure. Um, but, and and that's another thing. It's just like the time that that takes and the commitment that I'd have to make scares me because I already know my time is very limited, like a lot mm. of other people's. Um, so there's that. And then, um, I did have another coloring book that I did for, um, it's called, um, joy comes in the morning and it's a coloring book that is, uh, helpful for those who've gone through a child or infant loss. And so, um, I basically did, um, I found this, uh, this, um, person on Instagram who was actually holding a contest for, Uh, submissions for the coloring book so i actually entered the contest and my page one and then they had reached out to me to do um the cover for the coloring book so i was like definitely would love to help um and so that was something i've been involved in for probably like a full year now right Um, well
0: and that came from a very personal place for you
3: yes yeah yeah and so like created through creative south last year i had just gone through um losing a child and so um having been at Creative South last year, that was sort of my focus on like how to help myself creatively come out of that, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of really hard or extremely hard time in my life. And so um, I was looking for ways to channel that creatively to try to, you know, help myself with recovery and things like that. So um, the coloring book was therapeutic for me. And I think the point of um, doing it to help others will also provide them some sort of therapeutic tool that they could use to um, help them get through this time in their life that you know they may be going through something similar so um, it definitely had like I had a lot of heart going into that Mm -hmm. and you know certainly it was um, it was therapeutic for me to be able to uh, actually do a creative piece that really honored you know the child that I lost Mm -hmm. and then you know other families that are going through the same thing so yeah
0: and how how, i mean personally how have you kind of dealt moving past that because i I mean that's that's tough because you're Uh you're in this bittersweet moment where you you've lost a child you're Mm -hmm. obviously you're doing the coloring book and stuff like that that's very therapeutic but like you said you've got a 10 month old now so yeah you know that's a wonderful thing it is, um, and yeah. she's healthy and chubby yep. and like, she's supposed yep. to be chubby, not like, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> very, <laughs> nothing to be it's very, concerned about. Very cute, chubby. <laughs> yeah,
3: definitely. Uh, well, she helps us. I think it's having her around is a real blessing. Mm. And so, um, you know, I just, we focus on that and, you know, just every day is different. Day is different. Sure. So, you know, um, I would never, I wouldn't say that we're recovered, but I think we've right. learned how to, um. How to get past the the certain days that it's you know some days are harder than others. But I mean,
0: I haven't experienced that, but I don't imagine you um, ever get past the loss of a child. Uh, no, there's no, no way. To, but like,
3: but I think in like the the coloring book, um, those are ways that I think it's um, it's helpful for us to for me to do some things like that mm-hmm. that make me feel like I'm I'm at least you know helping myself kind of go through that therapeutic process of healing mm-hmm. and then using, you know, my skill to kind of help others go through the same healing process, which makes me feel good and, um, hoping that I can, you know, make a difference for someone else. Um, cause that wasn't something that I had had. Right. Um, and so I, I was a big believer in the project and so that's why I was, you know, jumped on the opportunity after being asked to help further with the, um, the cover and,
0: you know, anything else that they needed to develop the project. So, sure. So... Um, you know, kind of shift in directions what 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 is the something that's most exciting for you to be working on or working towards what what goals do you have for the next year Oh, good question or do you have any yet <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, well, I think even like uh, well and especially after this creative South, you know you just hope to be recharged mm-hmm. and um, there's just some projects that i personally that i've been wanting to try and um, work on and that I feel like this will help me maybe like get it together and figure (laughs) out like how to make the time to do it but again that goes back to figuring out the work-life balance and I I just want to be careful on how I pick and choose what I'm going to move on to next but um I don't know I mean um I don't know. There's, there's some things like with painting and stuff that I'd like to get more involved in and sort of, um, not totally break away from digital. Cause I really do love creating the digital right. art stuff, but maybe like just shift my focus a little bit and try and like start doing some venture do a new challenge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you so, ha- do you um, have
0: a lot of background with painting? I know you went, you went to Pratt, right?
3: Yeah, I went to Pratt Institute. Um, I did paint in college, but, um, kind of after that, it sort of <laughs> tapered off a little bit. And house and <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Which sometimes i even hired people to do that. Cause I just, uh, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a skill that I don't know that I possess in terms of like all that, you know, wall space. Sure. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's something that I've always wanted to get back to. And, um, I did a lot of acrylic pain, acrylic painting through college. So um, there's some just some ideas that I have floating around in my head that I kind of want to explore, and they may not turn out great, and they may turn out fine. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> you gotta experiment to get so, there. Yes, yeah, for sure.
0: And just go in with the mentality I always have. My first thing that I do is gonna suck, but if I keep yep. through it, I'll eventually <laughs> yeah. get to a place where I don't suck as bad. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, and you know, like like in one of the talks, you know, saying that, um, you know, uh, I think it was Eric from uh, Focus Lab. Mm-hmm. Um that you know you kind of have to fail to succeed, so i 'm kind of looking at it like that, where I need to kind of go for it and hey if it if it fails the first time, which it might you know then I just need to like try again and
0: keep going from there so I think that 's a good lesson with a lot of things oh yeah, for sure so, for sure um so what what are some of the personal projects you've been working on and and, and I ask this because I obviously I keep up with you so I've seen a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff sure. um you, you do a lot of stuff that seems like it would also blend into what you do for a full-time job a lot of times
3: so yeah I mean <laughs> I mean I am extremely passionate about Disney obviously you know that's where I work I just I love the company so I and I love the product and the characters and so a lot of the times my personal projects are doing stuff that is also Disney. And so that's what I'm sharing. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm also looking at it as opportunities to challenge myself to do new things, even with, you know, characters that are that already exist. So mm-hmm. I um, I don't know. I don't I I guess the I mean, the coloring book was a nice break from sure. Uh, you know, just doing what I've been normally doing with all the Disney stuff. So that that really did, that project took up um, a lot of time mm-hmm. this year. So, um, you know, I've done just some other other personal stuff that's been Disney related and just trying to, like, keep challenging myself to kind of do some new things. I like, recently did um, one of those multi-element pieces that is in the shape of a circle for Beauty and mm-hmm. the Beast where there's a whole bunch of different elements that I've, you know, constructed and put together. And that, that kind of was the first one that I've done more illustrated character pieces within that. So you've got like Lumiere, Cogsworth, Miss Potts and yeah, Chip. It was, it, there um, was a lot
0: going on in there.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I mean that one was fun because I haven't really done more of the character stuff before. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like here and there but not um, within one of those pieces. So that was a lot of fun and I just kind of like try to push myself with each one of those and you know take it to the next level. So um, I've been working on that one for like little by little for you know i don't know six plus months so kind of like you know you pick it up every now and then and with the movie coming out it kind of like energized to get something finished so so i was really excited about that one um but yeah yeah and then earlier
0: at lunch you handed me uh this beautiful foil printed sticker uh, Uh, of (laughs) of mickey in the sorcerer's hat yes
3: yeah That's, I mean, Sorcerer Mickey is my favorite. So anytime I get an opportunity to just kind of like do something, I haven't done a sticker before, so that was just a Mm. fun thing for me that I was just doing personally to just see what, you know, they would look like. And I thought, you know, it'd be good to bring some to hand out.
0: (laughs) Well, I appreciate the sticker very much. Yeah, no problem. So uh, what, you know, as we're kind of wrapping up here, what's um, something you're looking forward to next year with uh, Creative South? Cause I'm, I'm just telling you you're coming mm. back. Uh, yeah. I hope so.
3: I hope so. Um, I'm making you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I mean, I hope to just, I think each, well for last year and this year, I'm not necessarily surprised, but I, I feel like you're inspired in different ways when you have it, you know, you can compare some of what you've learned from last year to this mm-hmm. year. And I just hope to keep continuing to be surprised and inspired and, um, the talks are just so real, and like the you know the stories that everyone has is just you know you never get a sense that they 're just putting on a show it 's very um, just very real, and I feel like that 's like what I look forward to is just to hear that person 's story and how it relates to you and everyone else is you know is really great and they're all even even if they're doing something completely different they 're all relatable mm-hmm. you know in some way or another, so I just for me that's like and obviously meeting new people and um the whole social aspect of it is is really great so i don't know those are those are the things i look forward to when i come here
0: awesome so so where can people find you online
3: uh so i'm on uh instagram that's j ratner 81 and then um i'm on twitter uh that's at j ratner and then my website's j ratner design.com
0: and that's j-a-y not just the letter j (laughs)
3: right just the letter j yep j ratner design yep Yep. and then for um yeah for twitter and instagram it's you know just j ratner jay gotcha
0: (laughs) so well jason thank you so much for taking the time to chat. thank (laughs) you yeah definitely go enjoy the rest of the conference i will thank you go out and hug some necks
3: i will for sure Thanks. Thanks. thanks
0: Recording. Welcome back to Creative South Podcast
2: live from CS17. I am joined by Terrence Tang. Hey, how's it going? How are you? I'm awesome. I mean, we're at Creative South. Like, there's no better place than this. So, I probably can't be happier at this point. So,
0: so we were just talking about this right before I hit record. You're, you're vending this year, I am. and this is your first time vending anywhere.
2: Yes, first time vending ever. So it's. So how's little, that been? It's been great. It's been really fun, very educational. It's been awesome to meet everybody, to, uh-huh. to talk to people, to have people come up and uh, just support your work and support what you're doing. Um, it's just yeah. been super encouraging.
0: You making bank?
2: You're selling out? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Good. Yeah, it's, it's going At least pretty paying well. for the trip? I, I would say so, yeah.
0: <laughs> or offsetting the drinking uh, last night?
2: Yeah, definitely that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Where, Where are you from? So, born and raised in Houston, Texas, um, and yeah, went to school uh, in Austin. It's about two and a half hours away from there. Okay. Um, so moved over there for a little bit, and then just back in Houston now. Uh, okay. Just uh, settled down there with my family. So.
0: Gotcha. And what do you? So you operate under Tin Lun Studios.
2: That is correct.
0: So where does that name
2: come from? So Tin Lun uh, is actually my Chinese name. Okay. So it's it's my Chinese name, also used as my middle name. So. Um, I figured it would be unique enough that I could get all the domains I wanted yeah and turns out that wasn't true because Tinland.com is taken by somebody so I had had to add the studio so how dare they yeah I know
0: I don't know what is going on behind us can you hear the cheering cheering yeah wow that is impressive
2: (laughs) so so how long have how long have you been at this I'm coming up on two years doing this full time. Okay. I, uh, I worked in a corporate setting for about 13 years mm-hmm. and just decided I want to give this thing a shot, like do this on my own. I'm, I'm kind of sick of the corporate life and uh, just decided to try it. And I've been, been plugging along for almost two years.
0: Gotcha. And what type of stuff do you work on?
2: So uh, I'm, I've been focusing on hand lettering and calligraphy for the past few years and I've decided to kind of parlay that into uh, physical products. So it's, I'm kind of basically starting uh, my own lifestyle brand, so to speak. Um, so it's just apparel and uh, accessories like pins and hats and T-shirts and posters and mm-hmm. fun stuff like that. Stickers, notebooks, you know.
0: Gotcha. And, and that's the stuff that you're selling in the vendor village that's right now, correct. too. yeah. Gotcha. How, how has that process been? How, what, what challenges
2: have come with that? I think the biggest challenge is, has all been on the business side. Yeah. Um, kind of figuring out all the administrative stuff that you have to do and, and how much time that takes away from things. Um, I, you know, you, When you go do your own design thing, you figure you'll just be designing stuff all day, and sure. that's not the case at all. Like, I, I wish I had more time to design, but I just don't. <laughs> and I thought my output would triple when I quit my full-time job, but my output has actually like, been cut like more than half. Just because because you have to deal with so much other the business end of stuff? Yeah. So So I think that's just been the hardest adjustment is thinking I would be, I mean, in a sense, I am hitting fast forward mm -hmm. as in getting things up and running, but I thought it's just fast forward in a different way, I guess. Sure. Not just like creative output.
0: Yeah. So what were you doing before you went out on your own? what, What were you
2: doing? I was a graphic designer and a web designer for a healthcare system in Houston.
0: Gotcha. So
2: in-house corporate? In-house corporate, yep. What was that
0: experience like for you?
2: Uh, At first, so... Aside from having benefits, which are nice. Yes, those are nice. (laughs) Um, Fresh out of college, it was good. I was learning a lot, and I was doing things that uh, um, I thought were meaningful. Mm -hmm. Um, But after a while, I just... It just became apparent that, you know, I wasn't really growing anymore. And a lot of that had to do with kind of the company that I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I moved to another company and I was growing again. But there was still something missing. Like I, uh, that company, the new, the new company allowed me to do like everything. Graphic design, web design, photography, video. Um, and I could do, I could stretch my legs in all areas. And I had a lot of creative freedom. But there was still just something missing there. I think it was just the routine of getting up and going to a job and sure. and then just sitting there and then going home. Like I just, it just became, it was still monotonous. And you, I,
0: you got in a rut and it yeah. was same thing every day. There was yeah. no yeah. way to break out of
2: that. Right. And so I think that's, that's what pushed me to kind of have the talk with my wife and be like, hey, I, I want to try this thing. I'm building an audience on Instagram right now and I, I think this is a pretty good time to... To try and see what happens with this if I go full time with it. And what was her reaction to that? Uh, I think <laughs> I think it helped uh, having kind of the numbers to back it up. Sure. If I just if my Instagram account was not where it was, she probably would have thought I was crazy. She probably would have like asked me to take some time to build it up some more mm-hmm. and then try it. But I think she was actually very supportive. She listened to what I had to say and um, she just kind of agreed with me. She was like, you know what, you you should try this because. Things are happening right now, and um, our son was just born, and so right now you you can do it. It's just going to get harder when your son get when when our kid gets older. So um, might as well try right now.
0: And how are you balancing all of that with you know having a kid, having a wife, you know, and the, your kids too? Is that My what kid you? is too, Yeah. Yeah. So so a toddler. Yes. who is, I'm sure very active and like liquid caffeine the entire <laughs> time.
2: Yeah. Um. So it was actually much harder in the beginning um, because when he wasn 't going to daycare, he goes to daycare now uh-huh. and so that makes things a lot easier. He goes to daycare during the day and I can spend a lot of time working mm-hmm. um, but when he was just born and a newborn and um you know sick very often and you know just needy as newborns are sure uh, that was when it was the toughest, like to try to you know, the business is getting going and I, I want to work on it 100%. Um, but I felt like I was getting pulled away from my son. And that's as ridiculous as that sounds. Yeah. You know, it's just like I was putting my family second yeah. in priority. And that was just, it was the worst thing to do. But um, it took a lot of talks with my wife to uh, to kind of realize like I was being an idiot <laughs> <laughs> and, and come back to reality and, and put family first.
0: Yeah. And, and, and how, how did you make that shift? I mean, aside from, obviously, you just kind of do it, but
2: right. were, were
0: there little things that you implemented to kind of steer
2: yourself in that direction? I think the little things, uh, what we tried doing was, uh, so I would basically want to work um, all the time, and that included weekends. And eventually, I just gave up the weekends. I said, you know what, Saturday, Sunday, like, that's that's family day. Mm-hmm. Like, you, there's no working those days. Sure. And I tried that for a while, and, you know, it wasn't, like I I still felt antsy on the weekend and so then we shifted a little bit and I said you know what Um, weekends give me an hour or two to work just give me let me do something just a little bit of something just to Mm -hmm. scratch the itch and then the rest of the day you know is family and we've been doing that for the past few months and I think that's been working a lot better to where you know I get up in the morning I do a little bit of work and then after that I I feel fulfilled Mm -hmm. uh, creatively and then I can like go, go do family things.
0: Gotcha. So, so with, with your business and, and, and trying to build a lifestyle brand and all, I'm, I'm assuming that you still have to take on some freelance work and things like that to, you know, while you're building that, you know, wh- wh- how's, how is it kind of shifting
2: between those gears? So for these past almost two years, I have not been taking freelance work. Really? Um, we were basically i was living off of savings essentially oh, wow. and trying to focus full time and get this thing up and running because i felt like if i took on freelance work um it would slow me down too much and i just mm-hmm. wanted to i wanted to really get after it and and try to build it as as efficiently as i could uh without having any side work sure. and it was fine for the you know up until now but i'm actually just now starting to look for either freelance work or part-time work or maybe even full-time work and mm-hmm. kind of um, hit rewind a little bit and, and slow down mm-hmm. and kind of come back to reality and uh, and focus back on the finances. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: So, so what are the things that you're looking for? What, what are some of the things that you'd like to be doing?
2: I think, it, so I've been spoiled uh, with the opportunity to work from home. Sure. So uh, it would be really nice if I could do... Uh, some sort of work from home like photography, product photography. Mm-hmm. Um, in starting this product-based business, I've realized that I have a passion for product photography. Really? And people have been telling me that I'm pretty good at it. So I think it's something that would be fun to pursue and kind of um, stretch my legs. in. And, um, and I guess I, it sounds like a crazy perfect situation kind of thing, but if if people would just send me product and I could sure. photograph it and send it back... That would kind of be the ideal thing. In or my if they mind. send
0: you really cool products, maybe you can keep them.
2: Yeah, I'd be down for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice hoarding. Yeah. Hey, I need a new blender. Send that to me. I'll take a picture of it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, are, are, are you, I mean, obviously you're, you're wanting to pick up freelance stuff to make ends meet and, you know, not completely drain those savings mm-hmm. out of, in, and have a little bit left over mm-hmm. uh, all that. But are there, there are other passion projects aside from the building the physical products that you're doing now um, that, that you want to see?
2: I don't think so. I, I think uh, as I start to pick up the, uh, the kind of if, whenever I find that bread and butter kind of job that mm-hmm. just brings in the income, I think uh, any other spare time, I think I just want to go back to being an artist. Gotcha. Um, back when I was, before I quit my full-time job, mm-hmm. uh, and I was just doing this stuff on the side, the lettering on the side, and I just, I was just exploring and creating and having a lot of fun with it. Um, when I started the business, everything I created had, like, a specific purpose behind it, that, you know, sure. it, it was something I was going to sell. And I think it took a little bit out of what I was creating You weren't doing it for fun anymore? Right. Just a little bit. I mean, it was still very fun. Well, yeah. But... You know, but the
0: purpose behind wasn't it wasn't, quite wasn't the same. for yeah. fun. I, was just,
2: same. I wasn't just drawing something just because I wanted to. Sure. I was drawing something because I felt like I needed to interject a specific message behind it or a story. Mm-hmm. You know, like It, it had some uh, restrictions in that way. So um, I would like to go back to just being an artist and just have fun and explore and grow some more.
0: Cool. Is there anything exciting you're looking forward to doing in the next year?
2: In the next year, so or in the next week, <laughs> between between now and between now and the next Creative South,
0: yeah, between now and the next Creative South,
2: well, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, uh-huh. but, uh huh, but Mike has asked me to speak next year. Awesome. So um, I have very nervously and terrifyingly said yes. Awesome. <laughs> so that's that's kind of one of those freaky, scary things that uh, it's, it's a fear that I, I need to face. Um, I'm excited to do it, but I'm terrified at the same time. Cool. So, th- I think Well, you that's got a whole year to figure out what I you're going to talk about. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's funny because when he asked me, I was still in my mindset was still full time Tin Lun. Mm-hmm. And since then, you know, as we're talking about now, my focus has shifted to kind of finding some side work. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see what I can come up with to talk about.
0: You can talk about the whole journey and the path and why, yeah. why you made those decisions. And yeah, you know figure out what what it was that was right about it for you and you know not just necessarily the obviously financial need to do things but right. you know the reasoning behind and and how you're planning on uh, how you made that happen
2: yeah yeah i think it the uh, if nothing else i just want to be real with people and and not I sugarcoat anything yeah so regardless of what i talk about just be real about it
0: yeah Cool. Well, we'll I'll look forward to uh, seeing you again next year.
2: Awesome. I'm excited to come back.
0: Yeah. So real quickly, where can people find you online?
2: People can find me online at uh, tinlunstudio.com or across basically all social media at Tinland Studio. That's T-I-N-L-U-N Studio.
0: Awesome. Terrence, thank you so much for taking the time out to chat with me this afternoon.
2: Jason, thanks so much for having me. It was a lot of fun.
0: All right. Go out, hug some necks.
2: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right. Bye. See you.
0: You can find out more about Mike on Twitter at Bucket826. Jason is on Twitter at Jay Ratner. And Terrence is Studio on Twitter. Plus, be sure to check out the links in the show notes for more ways to keep up with them. You can keep up with the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at CreativeSOPod. And follow Creative South on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CreativeSouthGA over at CreativeSouth.com. And I'm at Jay Frostholm on Dribbble, Twitter, and Instagram. Visit jackprints.com and get 25% off all orders over $25 when you use promo code CREATESOUTH17 at checkout. For a limited time, new Skillshare customers can get their first three months for just 99 cents to get unlimited access to thousands of classes when you sign up at Skillshare.com using promo code CREATIVESOUTH. What are you waiting for? Start learning today. And remember, if you like the show, help support us over at patreon.com slash South. And if you like the Creative South podcast, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Rate us and leave a review. This helps more people find the podcast and allows us to keep getting awesome guests. Now go out and hug some necks.